Welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective Podcast. We're on a mission to see lives changed by the gospel, one life at a time. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of a Stonewall's Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Alexander Stone. Please welcome back to the podcast, my friend. He is a missionary and he's an author and he is a YouTuber. Please welcome Spencer Smith. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Good to see you here today. Good to have you on. Um, so today we are going to be talking a little bit about his new video that he just came out with, God's Millstone. We're going to be touching on pedophilia, what is happening uh, in the 21st century uh, to children. It's basically the war on, ch- on children. Um, so can we just go over like what you talk about in your new video, God's Millstone, that came out yesterday? Yeah, well, God's Millstone is on our YouTube channel, and just look me up, Spencer Smith, and uh, you know it's on our our channel there right now. We have uh, several good views, and I think we're closing in on twenty thousand uh, in almost twenty four hours. It's an incredible response uh, to what you know, and and the Lord's just done a great work there. I'm just trying to look here real fast. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. at six. We're almost seventeen thousand right now, so yeah. we're we're thankful for that. Uh, basically, what I was wanted to talk about in the video was. Jesus said, if, you know, if any man offend one of these little ones, which believe on me, it'd be better if a millstone cast around his neck and he'd be cast into the depth of the sea. Right. That's and Matthew so, 18, yeah, what, what the Lord was speaking about, he said, you know, you can do something in the eyes of God and there's judgment for that. But when you do whatever it is you do and you do it to a child, a little one, then there's the way that, you know, there's many ways the Lord could have said that, but God in his infinite wisdom basically said, it would be it would have been better for you in the day of judgment if you had just been given capital punishment mm-hmm. than to have done that and lived and done that and faced God with that. Right. And for sure. that's a horrible, unbelievable thing to say, but the Lord said that. And so I wanted to talk, okay, what are, what are the things that are out there that are offending children from coming to Christ and hindering them from coming to the Lord? What are those things? Let's examine them. And, and you know, everybody kind of goes to the, uh, you know, uh, abuse of physical nature type stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I, I knew that was there, but I wanted to go even see if there was anything outside the bounds of just that. And I found that there's basically four areas, entertainment, uh, politics, education, and religion are the four areas which Satan uses mostly to offend young people away from Jesus Christ. Right. And, and we're going to talk about the the entertainment part of it uh, later, talking about Cardi B's song that, that it's disgusting. I'm not even going to say the name of it. Um, but, but like you said, yes, there are four areas uh, – that do offend children and that's religion and mm-hmm. politics and entertainment and uh the, the one more there's one more what was it the uh religion what I did said you religion. say religion i said religion the very first thing yeah. entertainment politics education religion there you go there we go yeah. education yeah and and that's the the indoctrination and educate and, and um education is is terrible mm-hmm. i i'm I'm so glad that I go to Christian school where I don't have to deal with that, but I know many people who do have to deal with it and it's terrible. Um, so let's get really uh, in the depth of this. Uh, like you mentioned, Matthew 18, six, but whosoever shall offend one of these little ones, uh, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. I'm using King James version. I don't do that often. So it's, it's, it's harder for me to read this thing. Um, But, but, (laughs) but it's so true. Like if a man or a woman or whoever like offends one of them or keeps them from walking with the Lord, they should be, uh, it's like they should be drowned in the depth of the sea with a millstone And, and God has a millstone. Like that was the very first thing that I heard in your, in your whole video. Like God has a millstone and it, it, it should be used. Uh, so pedophilia in the 21st century. At first, when I did this podcast, uh, hearing about your video, I, I thought it was mainly going to be talking about pedophilia. So we might just add a little bit more uh, in the conversation uh, uh, throughout this episode, uh, talking about um, your video. But, but the, this point that I have, pedophilia in the 21st century, man, the, the, the film cuties, that's it's disturbing it's disgusting and and i'll Mm -hmm. talk about a little bit more about that later but it was supposedly meant to be against the sexualization of children but sexualizes 11 year olds throughout the whole movie now Mm -hmm. i haven't seen the movie i never will see the movie i don't want to watch the movie but i have 
like gone on YouTube and heard what it what it says. I have a friend who went to watch it and and, and just to see how bad it really was. And and she's my age. And she was like, yeah, this is really bad. And no one should ever watch it. And I agree just because of the things that I've heard about it. And the world is pushing it and promoting it like there's nothing wrong with it. And the Bible talks about calling evil good and evil uh, and good evil. And Mm -hmm. in Isaiah 520, it says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And that is exactly what is going on Mm -hmm. in today's day and age. They are promoting evilness. They are promoting evil things that the devil loves and putting it in the place of darkness and in the place of good. And they're calling yeah. the evil good. And <clears throat> yeah. The good evil. Yeah, absolutely. Everything's backwards in their mind mm-hmm. and uh, whatever's right is wrong. Whatever's wrong is right. Right. And you and talked so, about that in your video yet last mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Right. Well, there's, there's an aspect of this that I wanted to get into and uh, you know, cause you see there's people out there that are, a lot of them are highly educated into this, you know, the modern education system. And mm-hmm. there's something other called postmodernism, and right. uh, you know it's a it's a word that you hear a lot of, um, you know about. I just hear Jordan Peterson talk about. It. I hear a lot of people talk about it, I, but I didn't really understand what it was. And one of the guys that I, that helped me with the video is named guy named Alex Simmons, and he's, uh, you know, he teaches it on a collegiate level and that kind of stuff, and, and knows it backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, great in philosophy, and basically postmodernism is the idea of okay, let's rethink everything. Just the mm-hmm. basic building blocks of society. Let's let's just let's re, let's question that. Let's just say, okay, um, it's wrong to steal. Why? Why is it wrong to steal? Well, I mean, what if a guy's starving? And and so you know, basic basic things that are just written into the conscience of man. Mm-hmm. Like this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Uh, they they say, well, why? How can how can that be wrong? You know, I mean, and things like, okay, when I was born, they told me I was a male. Well, okay. Who says that? Who I mean, who who has the right to tell me what gender I am? Mm-hmm. And so they rethink all that stuff. And and some of them actually have some uh, compelling arguments when it comes to, you know, underage girls and this kind of stuff. Um, you know, back in the Civil War days, uh, when you were 12 years old, you're getting married. And yeah. and so they say, well, it was was it wrong then? And if it's if it wasn't wrong, then why is it wrong now? And that's that's the game that these people play is, and it's called postmodernism. Mm-hmm. And uh, when a person gets indoctrinated into postmodernism, every boundary of morality and every definition of what's good and right and moral and even biblical is destroyed. Mm-hmm. And so that that's what happens. And I, I think uh, I think there's implications there in Romans chapter one about God gave them over to a reprobate mind because they right. didn't even want to think the way that God thought about things. And mm-hmm. all of that is just warped. And, you know, they say things even about, uh, about, you know, uh, homosexuality and stuff. They say, well, who are you to define who, who I can love? Right. Okay. It's that breakdown. And that's what postmodernism does to people. And that's what, mm-hmm. that's what's being taught in these, in these collegiate level today. And so it, it's really, I don't hear many preachers talking about it. It's going to be, especially in your generation, it's going to be a gigantic deal. Mm-hmm. And so we need to really knuckle down and no doctrine because the only thing that's going to keep this, uh, keep us from uh, succumbing to this and getting into leftist talking points like the founder of veggie tales, Phil Vishner is into now mm-hmm. uh, the man, the man is, the man is unbelievable. What he's saying, his videos are like CNN broadcast now. Yep. Um, you know, if we don't know doctrine, we are going to succumb to that. And our families are going to be swept away with all that nonsense. And it's called postmodernism. And that's one thing I, I, I wish I was able to put more of that into the video, but that's basically what offends people in the education world right now. Right, for sure. And I, I praise the Lord. I mentioned this just a few minutes ago that I go to a Christian school. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year I, I'm taking a systematic theology class. And mm-hmm. uh, my theology teacher just like recently passed away. So, but, but before he did, we talked about the whole postmodern thing and how it's evil and, and what it's doing. And it's basically the religion of the 21st century. That, yeah. That's what it is. And, and people say, no, no, it's not a religion. Uh, it, but yeah, it is a religion and mm-hmm. people are pushing it like it's religion and it's yeah. wrong. And it, it's, it's distorting every single bit of truth. Mm. And it's, it's, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it just basically destroys the framework. Uh, what there's, there's a verse in uh, Romans one talking about the conscience bearing witness mm-hmm. uh, of these things, talk about creation. And, mm-hmm. and really what postmodernism does is it warps your very conscience. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a verse also in, uh, let me see if I just pull it up here uh, about people that have their conscience seared with seared, a heart. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see here if I could pull that up here. Um, uh, science. Let's see here. Yeah. So um, I have to pull that up here in a bit, but their conscience seared with a hot iron. And mm-hmm. so uh, let's see here. First Timothy four, two speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and com- commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with Thanksgiving. So, I mean, you know, have you ever noticed that like all these far leftist people are vegans and they're like, you know, it's wrong to kill an animal. It's right, wrong. Yeah. Who, are, who are we to take that and that beautiful creature's life? Okay, that that is a huge hallmark of postmodernism, yeah. and uh, you know, veganism, uh, forbidding to marries in there in First Timothy four three. Uh, there's people out there that are like, you know, I don't want to get married to my girlfriend unless everybody can be married. And they say, you know, they're talking about you know same gender weddings and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but these these people are basically walking contradictions. Yeah, and the reason they're that way is because their conscience has been warped, and really, that's what postmodernism does. Who are you to say I can't go marry? A, you know, like, um, like you know, they'll say, "Who are you to say that an eighty-year-old man can't marry a twelve-year-old girl?" It's disturbing. It's disgusting. Yeah, well, th- that's what these people think. Exactly. I know. <laughs> so you know, um, and that's that's what this does. And I think when a person accepts that. They've been offended. They've been drawn away from God. And this is mm-hmm. a big deal. It's a real big deal. Right. And I, I have a Bible study in my school uh, every every other Friday, just during lunch. And I talked about like the giving up of God. Like he gives them up, people up to a reprobate mind. And, and it's it's happening right before our eyes and people are missing it. And people are like, no, Christianity isn't real. The, the Bible has prophesied all of this. It's in the Bible. Just go look, go go find it because it's there and and even postmodernism is infiltrating christianity and i i just did a podcast on this like yesterday uh talking about some of the uh views on progressive christianity postmodernism is all over progressive christianity with their beliefs Mm -hmm. about homosexuality and abortion and Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth and it's so very evil so very wrong and god hates it and it's God despises it and yeah. the, the judgment that is upon the people who are behind all of this is immense. Yes. And, and really what this is, is, you know, we're not, we're not calling for people to be whatever, you know, we're not calling for some sort of whatever on, on, you know, on this side, but what, what we're saying, and I'm trying to take the spiritual side of this and as a, as a gospel outreach and a warning that, uh, okay, if you, if you die in your sins, Okay, you'll die and go to hell, but there's an even greater judgment of God upon those who die in their sins and drag children with them. Right. And uh, and so that's what we're saying. At least that's you know that's what I'm saying in this documentary. This is a warning <laughs> as far as you know the world's getting worse, and some of you people you're getting worse, and you're dragging children with you, and you need to be aware that. Mr. Babylon, the whole system, Revelation 18, there will be a giant millstone thrown in the ocean and that, and that Mr. Babylon will be cast down as, as a millstone is what the Bible said. Mm-hmm. And so the, really, this is a, this is a, we're not calling for, you know, some political thing. We're not calling for a bunch of people to be whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. On a, on a governmental side, that's not what we're saying. Uh, what we're saying is that the Bible is teaching that there is a severe judgment of God upon these type of sins. And we want to just make folks aware of that and use it as, you know, as a conversation mm-hmm. uh, to bring people back to the Bible and hopefully get people saved and get folks out of, out of that world system. Cause it just damages you so much and draws you away from God. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. And what's going on is just, it's warping every little thing about truth and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, first Timothy uh, four verse two, it says, speaking in lies, hypocrisy, having the, oh, wow, we just talked about that, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. That is precisely what is happening in today's day and age. People are being blinded and they are being seared. Their consciences are being seared with a hot iron and people are mm-hmm. falling away with, from the truth uh, mm-hmm. of scripture. Like right. I have, I have so many friends. I, I follow people on Instagram who 
who profess to be Christians and everything. And then they'll, they'll go and talk about like gender equality and, and yeah. 20 yeah. other genders that, that mm-hmm. liberals have made up and, and they'll talk about social justice and all of this is uh, sprouting from postmodernism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and- it's all over the public education. It's all yeah. over high school, high school. It's all over college. Mm-hmm. And people are falling victim to it. Absolutely, they are. And they're, you know, unless you're unless you're grounded in the in the truth of the Bible, then yeah, sure that mm-hmm. that sounds good. And the natural mind uh, will receive such things. And mm-hmm. uh, but uh, for those who have the mind of Christ and your mind's been transformed, and uh, you know Romans twelve mm-hmm. uh, through the renewing of your mind, you, you've mm-hmm. you've learned to think biblically instead of thinking the old way that you did before you got saved. Mm-hmm. Unless you've grown in that capacity, then you're going to fall prey to this stuff. And this is why it's so important that everybody grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. And that you know Ephesians four says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. Well, postmodernism is a very strong and very subtle wind of doctrine. That's going to be a big deal. And it is a big deal now. And, mm-hmm. and I just, I see so much of it. And especially in the education world, that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and like we said earlier with a reprobate mind, second Timothy three, eight, now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses. So mm-hmm. do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Like mm-hmm. these people who are in these movements, whether it's black lives matter or, or the, or any other part that of society that is pushing for postmodernism, they're resisting the truth with everything that they have in them. They're men of corrupt minds and they are reprobate concerning the faith. And I, I just hope that they find Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's why we've got to be faithful preaching the gospel and mm-hmm. not only just preaching the gospel, bringing people uh, to a place where they're discipled. Mm-hmm. And because, uh, you know, a lot of baby Christians get swept off into all kinds of stuff The you know, the NAR and the word of faith movement and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Those guys are, um, you know, even I would even say sometimes the Mormons can get these baby Christians who don't know any better. And, right. uh, you know, um, and, and sweep them away with this wild doctrine. And that's why mm-hmm. it's so important to be rooted and grounded in the, in the truth of the word of God. For sure. So I'm, I'm 16 years old and I'm on Facebook and I'm. In, on Facebook, I'm in a whole bunch of like different Christian teens group because like why not? And I'm reading all of these people in these groups where like, how where are all the Mormon Christians and all of them come out and are like, here I am and everything. And I yeah. and I'm I know someone who used to be a Mormon, so I like and I've had many discussions with him about it, and he's going to be on my podcast soon, uh, exposing Mormonism. And I'm just reading these comments, and I'm like, the word. The, the, the vast difference that is between the word of God and the book of Mormon, they're, they're so very different. And they're like, we believe that Jesus came and died and everything. And, and yeah, sure you do or, or mm-hmm. whatever, maybe, but mm-hmm. you're also forgetting the fact that there is not another Testament of Jesus Christ, which the, mm-hmm. which uh, Joseph Smith professes there, there is uh, God did not talk to Joseph Smith. That was the devil uh, mm-hmm. coming as an angel of light uh, it's heretical. They believe that uh, Satan and Jesus are spirit brothers, and that goes against like John three sixteen, God's only begotten Son. Yeah. It's Mormonism is a mess. Oh, it's yeah, it's a dumpster fire, <laughs> and and I say that compassionately. But I mean, there's so much wrong with it, and definitely anybody who believes that Mormons are Christians, either one or two things is true: either you don't understand Mormonism, or you don't understand Christianity. Mm-hmm. And uh, pay, take your pick because there's no, there is no way that Pearl of Great Price, Doctrines and Covenants, and the Book of Mormon are biblically inspired books. There's no mm-hmm. way. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know, if there's another testament of Jesus Christ, then it has to be another testator. Okay, a test, a testator is, and I, I can't even say that word. But basically, for there to be a testament, someone has to die for that to go into effect. Mm-hmm. So, who died to make the, the Book of Mormon? you know, become the Bible who, 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 who died to make that Testament valid? Uh, well, it wasn't Joseph Smith. And if it was, then you guys are in trouble because I don't think the Lord really honored that. So, um, the whole thing's a train wreck up and down, backwards, forwards. Anybody who says that more is Christianity, one of two things is true. Um, my microphone just went out. Um, one thing, one of two things is true is either you don't understand Mormonism or you don't understand Christianity. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Right. 
Exactly. And I, I'm friends with some Mormons. Like I play against a Mormon basketball team uh, like every once in a while. And we'll talk about Mormonism. We'll talk about Christianity. And they, their view on everything is just warped beyond comprehension. Yeah. Um, and so real quick, we're going to take an advertisement break. And so Spencer can also fix his mic because I want this to be very good quality. So I'll, we'll be right back in a second. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It has everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. First of all, Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor It's totally free. So if you are looking to record a podcast, go to the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we are back. I have no idea how we started talking about Mormonism. I think Spencer brought it up, but he blamed me for it. Uh, But let's get back into this thing, uh, talking about what is going on in the 21st century with, with children. And what's happening is just so evil, so disgusting and abhorrent. And, and that film cuties like we were talking about earlier uh, is a perfect description of what is going on in the 21st century. And I'll just give a brief discuss, uh, description of what I found of it on, on Google. And it says cuties tells the story of an 11 year old uh, girl living in Paris who struggles to find her identity torn between her family's Muslim tradition and her peer groups uh, attempt to, emulate the sexualized person a of a woman as portrayed in the western culture and on social media mm-hmm. and that's basically what's going on right now and it's it's evil because social media is indoctrinating children just as much as school is mm-hmm. and i i'm I, i'm not a fan of it at all uh coming from a 16 year old this is ab- abhorrent it's evil and I, I don't like it. And so I Googled um, synonyms for the word disgusting because <laughs> I don't think I don't I, I say disgusting on my podcast a lot. I don't know why. It's just like a word, yeah. a filler word that I go to and I can't think of anything else. But um, let's see what, what what Google has for us. It's revolting, repellent, repulsive, sickening, nauseating, nauseous, unappetizing, unpalatable, off-putting, stomach churning, st- stomach turning uninviting, unsavory, distasteful, foul, nasty, obnoxious, odious, uh, grotty, uh, gut-churning, sick-making, gross, icky, yucky, vomitous, squicky. Squicky? squicky. Did you squicky. say squicky? I did say squicky. That, I've never heard that word in my life. Hey, man, I'm writing that down. Squicky. <laughs> Use it in your right. YouTube channel. Right. Shut me out. God. Squicky. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I love it, man. Me too. <laughs> uh, bogging. Distasteful, offensive, appalling, outrageous, monstrous, scandalous, horrifying, shocking, displeasing, objectionable, unspeakable, shameless, shameful, vulgar, vile, wicked, heinous, despicable, contemptible, hateful, detestable, loathsome, abhorrent, deplorable, deplorable, abdominable, abominable, execrable, execrable, I don't know how to say that. Unforgivable, unpardonable, inexcusable, sick, ghastly, horrid, beyond the pale, insupportable, intolerable, beastly, loathly, scurvy, scurvy, what the heck, egregious, and exceptionable. Hey, well, that's a good one. I like squibby yeah. though. Squibby's the that's the home I run, know, bro. I know, squicky. That's 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 it's great. squicky, squicky. I'm gonna, so I can't even write. Praise oh, Lord. I turned my Wi-Fi off on my other computer. I'm just gonna like look at this definition because it it sounds beautiful. Like I love squicky. <laughs> this is gonna be like I'm gonna use this in my podcast all the time now. Yeah, squicky. It it, it, it says uh oh wow. Um comparative adjectives what it doesn't even give a definition that's weird oh disgusting or disturbing very unpleasant squicky there you go there's your entertainment for this episode um but but this is what is happening right now it's what's happening on netflix and and people are supporting it and pushing it this squickiness and it's evil 
Amen. Yeah, stay away. Stay away from the sin of squickiness. That's always a bad thing. <laughs> oh, I love it. This has been exciting. So yeah, me too. I agree. I agree. So we, we're gonna have much. to move on, or else I'm gonna talk about that for far too long. So. <laughs> me too. Uh, let's let's go on to uh, Romans twelve nine, which says, "Let love be without dissimate dissimulation." Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. So hang on to what is good. So don't like go and hang on to what evil is happening in this world. Abhor it, run away from it, flee from it. Uh, I don't remember the exact verse off my head, but it says like resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and draw and he will draw near to you. Like if we yeah. resist what is happening in the 21st century that is going on, that 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 Satan loves. Satan's mm -hmm. going to resist us as well. And we, as we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. And that's a mm -hmm. truth that is in the word of God. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, and the funny thing is that it says abhor that which is evil, but all around it, it talks about loving each other and, uh, and, and, you know, uh, let love be without dissimulation. That, that's that mm -hmm. word. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. The next verse says, be kindly affection one another, brotherly love and honor preferring one another. And so all of that is wrapped around loving people. And mm -hmm. so, uh, and the thing is, a lot of people think that it, you can't, you can only abhor evil or love people. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't do both. And I think you can as a Christian. And, uh, and so that, that's the hard part is like, okay, um, you know, just name somebody out there like uh, Cardi B or whatever, you know, Britney Spears, somebody, somebody who's way out there in sin, Jeffrey Epstein or whatever. Um, I think you can have a, uh, even a love for them as a person and wanting them to be saved, but still hating, you know, what they've done, what they're doing, their life, all of that. I think you do both. And right, that's where I a lot of misunderstand Christianity and misunderstand Christians. So for sure. Yeah. I I'm in a group chat with a whole bunch of different, different people with different beliefs and everything. Some mm -hmm. liberal, some conservative, some gay, some straight and everything. And I'm outspoken about my beliefs on basically everything. And, and I get called homophobe all the time for my beliefs on, on homosexuality. Like yeah. I don't hate them. I don't hate them at all. Like my best, one of my closest friends is bisexual and I don't hate them, but, but they will take the view that we have and distort it and turn it into something that it's not and is wrong. Um, Ted Cruz, he responded to this film cuties and I love Ted Cruz. I love his, I love his beard. It's a yes. pretty cool beard. Um, but, it, but it says uh, dear eternal general, general, general bar, the video streaming service and content producer Netflix is currently hosting a film entitled Cuties that sexualizes young girls, including through dance scenes that stimulate sexual activities and a scene exposing a minor's bare breasts. I urge the Department of Justice to investigate the production and distribution of this film to determine whether Netflix, its executives, or the individuals involved in the filming and production of Cuties violated any federal laws against the production and distribution of child pornography. And that's just the first paragraph of, of what he wrote to um, mm -hmm. Eternal General Barr, Attorney General Barr. Um, and, and praise the Lord for Ted Cruz for him responding to this and, and uh, saying something about it because someone needed to, because mm -hmm. this is, it's, it's squicky. Yeah, it's definitely squicky that the whole thing is, is a disaster. I think it's, um, I think it needs to be exposed for what it was. I, I personally, I mean, I think they took the angle of it being a crime of some sort of distribution of underage girls uh, in, in some sort of, uh, you know, platform of material. And I, I do think that is a crime. But the thing is, you know, where, where do you draw the line on all that? Where do you say that this is okay, this isn't? I mean, uh, you know, back years ago, uh, the, I think one of the old videos I did, there was a there was a woman in our church, she's a piano player, and she's, you know, she just was talking to me one day about her teenage years growing up and how things were so different back then. Um, back then, and, and it was in the, the you know, early 60s, 50s, somewhere in that time frame, uh, she said that women did not wear pants in public. I mean, they thought that was lewd back then. Mm -hmm. uh, the word pregnant, they wouldn't use that word back then back then uh there was an episode of leave it to beaver where you know theodore opened the a door in the hallway and uh, his father was in the bathroom and it actually showed a toilet on tv and they they threatened to take the tv show off the air because of mm -hmm. that wow. 
Right. Um, it was a different time. I mean, it's kind of like Andy Griffith days. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you see how society spirals and, and, and just goes down and down and down every year. And it's like, it's like, you think we hit the bottom of the barrel, then the bottom falls out and we, we hit a new low every year. And, um, and so at some point it's got to stop, but the problem is unless, unless we have a revival of Bible Christianity, holiness, mm -hmm. fear of God, people preaching the gospel, there, there mm -hmm. is no bottom. There is right. no bottom to human depravity. Right. It's a and this video is, is just another incrementation and another level of people trying to just be even grosser and cruder and nastier and it, and it never will stop. And so somebody's got to at least at some point say, yeah, that's enough. We're done. We're going to make that illegal. Mm -hmm. and so, and really that's, that's what happens in a lot of nations. They, they, they never put it the brakes on that stuff. And then they're just the whole next thing you know, Rome is on fire and it, it never comes mm -hmm. back. Right. For sure. Yeah. It's like a bottomless pit of evil that people are falling down. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get out of it is, is through Christ Jesus. Yet many people run far, far away from us because we're evil and whatever in their eyes. Oh, well, yeah, they, they're, you know, the funny thing is, OK, you study the story of the maniac of Gadara and how he was crying, cutting himself, running around with no clothes on, had shackles on his hands, screaming all night and whatever, eat up with demons. OK, um, Jesus cast demons out of him into a pig. People that had the pigs around town said, you ain't gonna believe what we just saw. Come on back up here. And the whole town comes up there and sees this. Uh, sees this man crying, cutting himself, eat up with demons. Yes. I mean, whatever he was clothed and in, in his right mind, sitting at the feet of Jesus. Okay. And guess what they did? They asked the Lord to leave. They said, get out of our, you're, we don't, we are not for this. Get out of our town. Right. And the funny thing is they were okay with the demon possessed guy doing all kinds of crazy, lewd, crude, whatever stuff. They were cool with that. Totally fine with that. But the guy that came in that cured that and fixed that and made this guy a sane man, that's what they were not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's like I said, the world is backwards. The world is totally backwards. And one day God's going to flip it back right where it should be. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so until Jesus comes, we can expect more and more and more of this. What's up is down, down is up, you know, it's back, backwards, forwards, you know, every angle of it is going to be wrong. And Jesus is going to mm -hmm. come back and set it all right. And I look forward to that day. Me too. Uh, praise the Lord for, for, for him. Um, the next point that I have is MAP potentially added to the LGBT alphabet um, because that's what it is, because every letter is in there. But mm -hmm. MAP, um, I don't, I'm at war with myself on whether or not I should say it. Um, minor attracted person, that, that mm -hmm. could potentially be the next thing that's added to LGBTQIA, whatever. Um, and that is so very disgusting. Like at first with the LGBT community, when transgenderism was being like introduced full time, like the LGBTQ or whatever, they didn't want it in there. And then once they were put in there, they're all for it. And that's, mm -hmm. that's probably what's going to be happening with the MAP as well. At first they won't yeah. like it, but then, then once they're in there, they'll be like, Oh my goodness. Wow invite us they're gonna they're gonna be at the pride parades and it's gonna be evil yeah sure absolutely and that and that and that all ties back to postmodernism. they'll take the mm -hmm. idea well okay i mean you know 19 or 1874 there's marrying you know 12 year old girls are getting married 14 year old girls getting married and they'll say mm -hmm. well, what's wrong with that and uh and that's that's the angle they're going to take and uh, even now in europe they're legitimizing this as a legitimate um, as a legitimate thing and people really have this um, and it, it's going to be incrementally through the Hegelian dialectic they're going to incrementally impose this on us and act like this is more and more okay and uh, every year we're going to have another cuties type thing come out that's going to even sure. be more shocking than the last one and everybody's going to get mad and then the, all the republican senators are going to write letters and then nothing's going to happen and it's going to get worse. Like this whole cutie thing. Nothing, I mean, everybody got upset nothing for about five minutes and right. nothing happened. Right. You know, and it's still on Netflix as far as I know. And, mm -hmm. and by the way, all the, all the cancellations of Netflix, they had about a one month bump in the road and they upped their prices. And, uh, in, in the, the, but the financial hit that Netflix take to, uh, took after that was not significant at all. And so it's like, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to, they're going to do another one and there's going to be another one and another one. Next thing you know, if you don't, if you're not for it and you think there's something wrong with it, 
then, uh, you know, we're going to put you on a train, take you to a camp so that you can all live off by yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, this is how history works. This is, this is how depravity works. And, uh, you know, you're one of those haters. You're, a, you're a deplorable. You mm-hmm. don't love people because you're against that. And, and books like the Bible will be labeled as hate speech. Um, and it, it just, it's not going to be a good thing at all. It will not be a good thing at all. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we've got, we have got to have revival in America. We've got to have a revival of Christianity. People need to get saved and, uh, that's, what's going to happen, but it may not happen. I mean, evil men and seducers wax worse and worse. It could get, it could, it could get more and more and more, uh, uh, depraved every year. And then next thing you know, who knows what, who knows what'll happen. So, but we've got to, we've got to be giving the gospel, doing everything we can while we can, uh, mm-hmm. to reach people with the, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. For sure. My bet is it's going to keep going downhill, uh, until, until the church gets raptured up after the seven year tribulation. And once Christ comes back is when, when everything will start to change. Um, the next thing that I have is influence of Cardi B's new song on teenage girls. I'm not going to even say the name of it and it stands for something very evil very disgusting um and i've heard the song i've looked i've looked at the lyrics this is so awful and so evil what is being promoted in this song like they'll they'll call people sexist um who who don't agree with them and then and then they'll turn around they'll go and listen to these types of songs and like it's all over my school i go to a christian school okay and there are sixth graders who are listening to this song. Yep. And that's all over the United States. That's all over the world. People are looking up to Cardi B and they're like, oh my goodness, I want to be like you. No, you don't. Right. Yeah, no, they, they don't. They don't even know what they're talking about. And that's the, that's the thing. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If you man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Not in him. Right. And uh, the world is is like a, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's a, it's a delusion. It's a deception. Mm-hmm. It's not real. There's no fun in that. There's no pleasure in that. Um, there in the pleasure that there is, there is for a season. And so, uh, you know, you can go that way if you want to, but I promise you five years down the road, you'll regret it. And, uh, it's the path of the just and the path of the wicked in Proverbs chapter two. Uh, it says the path of the just is, you know, shineth more and more until the, until the dawning day. Uh, let me just see if I could just pull that up while I think about that. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's so important that people, and all of this goes right back to what I was saying earlier. You got to be grounded in the word of God. You got to know, um, what, uh, let's see your Proverbs four, uh, it talks about the path of the just the path, of the wicked and, uh, Proverbs 4.18 says, but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. And so, you know, there is a price to pay for sin, but, you know, there's there's also benefits to living for God. It gets better and better and better. Sin gets worse and worse and worse. And so um, don't, don't let the devil fool you into thinking those people are having a good time because those people live miserable lives. They live unbelievably miserable lives, especially the ones who give themselves over to these fleshly, you know, lasciviousness is what the Bible calls it, which is unhinged uh, fleshliness. Un- I mean, just, you just go do anything you want with whoever you want, whenever you want. Right. There's a steep price to pay for that. And there's a lot of people in, in doctor's offices getting bad reports from, you know, of all kinds of manners. And they're saying that, uh, oh God, I'd wish I'd never lived like this. I wish I'd never done this. And there's, mm-hmm. there is a high price to pay for that lifestyle and it's not worth it. Right, for sure. Uh, there's a song by the name of Ju- by the by a person by the name of Juice World, and it says, and it's called "Can't Die." And at the very beginning of it, it says, "Sometimes it feels like I can't die because I never was alive." And that's all of these people in this world who are living sinful lives. Mm-hmm. They can't die because they've already died. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're already dead in their trespasses mm-hmm. and sins, Ephesians chapter two. Exactly. And so, yeah, there, there's, you know, and I, the study of the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon wrote that he had all the money, all the women, all the, mm-hmm. you know, fleshly desires, all the lands, all the, I mean, he accomplished everything. He'd seen every thrill and, and he said, all is vanity. Mm-hmm. And truth is, is that uh, without God, all is vanity. Without the Lord, everything is meaningless because you live here for a vapor, your life is over and you die. And then you're like, well, what was that all about? Well, you know, life without the Lord makes no sense because 
the Lord is the giver of life. He is the epitome of life. He is life. He said, I am the way, the truth, the life, and a life lived without the giver of life, the epitome of life, the one who is life incarnate is basically you're a walking dead man. You're not really living. Mm -hmm. You're just existing. And then for sure, that's why you feel so hollow and empty. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, the next point that we have is the influence uh, of the porn industry and child trafficking. And that's a very real thing. And praise the Lord that people are fighting back against against Pornhub, uh, the most used porn site uh, in all of the world. Um, I I know a guy who used to be involved in in a thing called Exodus Cry, and it's against ch child sex trafficking and, and everything. And 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 just praise the Lord that. Uh, yeah, I, are, I actually saw Mastercard had suspended the use of their cards mm -hmm. on that platform. I think and, I uh, I think Visa or debit. Or, Something there was another card that did that as well, and I saw yeah. that and I was like, Yes, thank you, God. Yeah, yeah, well, and the thing is, is that, um, and then that's the thing about sin is that sin is never satisfied, okay? Right, it's it, you, you got to get more, you got to get more, you got to get more, um, especially, especially like sexual sin. People get into all kinds of just wild stuff. And the reason is, is because sin, I don't care what it is, if it's, if it's drinking or if it's something uh, sexual, you know, they, they always are looking to do more, 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 more. That's why these guys overdose on heroin because they take this much today. And after three months, they got to take this much, this much, this month, and then they overdose and they die. Mm -hmm. And all sin is that way. And, uh, and these people are always looking to push the boundaries push the limits and, and they do things that are illegal. And that's why this industry is so evil. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's basically legalized prostitution. It's a horrible thing to get into. And um, you know, the one thing about, especially young guys today um, it's so accessible, all that stuff. And right. it's something you have, you have got to realize that um, two things. Number one, God sees all that. Okay, mm -hmm. the Lord, the, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere, beholding the evil and the good. But then also, you know, uh, if, if I were talking to young men and cautioning them about this type of stuff, um, I would also throw in there that there is a record of everything you do on the Internet. Mm -hmm. there, and, and I don't care, you can delete the history on a browser, but mm -hmm. there still is a record. There is nothing secret on the Internet. You have no secret life. One of those, uh, there's the oldest son of the Duggars was into all kinds of debauchery and doing, you know, using a credit card online to pay for stuff like that. And then somebody hacked that database and exposed him and him and several others out there. Uh, there is no secrets when it comes to the internet, everything you search, everything you see, there is a record. Uh, I had a man in Tennessee tell me uh, years ago, he worked for the phone company, did internet stuff and was on the IT side of all that. Um, he told he was a youth pastor. He told me, he said, Brother Spencer, he said, these teenage boys that are out today. They don't realize it, but there's going to come a day where they will not be able to hold office because somebody has a record of something that they Googled on their computer when they were 16 and they will they will bring it out when the time comes. That mm -hmm. stuff never disappears. And so you've got to keep your eyes right. Um, you know, I have an Instagram account now. Um, I, I got off Instagram a couple of years ago because I was just, I just, it's just too much for me at the time. I got on there now because I want to try to connect with a lot of people who watch our channel and try to point people towards our channel. Uh, Instagram is eat up with these harlots doing softcore mm -hmm. pornography on there. Right. Um, it is, you, you have to really watch that stuff and uh, you have got to be very careful in these days. Guard your eyes. Job said this. He said, I made a covenant with mine eyes that I would not look upon a maiden. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, meaning that I, I just, I mean, this is a line that I will not cross. And, and really the thing is, is that, you know, we talk about the world has no boundaries and there's no limits. There's no, there's no, no go zones for them. But the truth is most Christians are that way too. Mm -hmm. Most Christians have, have no, and, and, and in some worlds, they call it standards of, okay, we're going to draw the line here. This is, this is the parameters of what is acceptable. And a lot of people get so, they just grind their teeth and say, you're a legalist. Well, okay. Excuse me. Excuse me for not wanting kids to get swept away in lasciviousness and pornography. Excuse me for that. Okay. I know. I mean, I, I have, I've dealt with people in this for so years and I always tell them, how did this start? Um, you know, I had one guy tell me he got, he lost his whole family. He's, he's almost 30 years old, lost his wife and kids, everything to a pornography addiction. And I just sat down with him and talked to him and said, how did this all start? He said, well, it all started when I started listening to rap music. 
And I said, there you go. And, and so Cardi B is, is one, um, you know, there is, there's visual, but then also there's auditory. There's, 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 there is something called auditory pornography, which is what, you know, it paints an image in your mind. And that's what these, that's what these songs are doing. I mean, basically she, she's, you know, uh, I, I hate to put it this way, but I mean, these people are just million dollar prostitutes. All they are. And there it's, it's just unbelievable. This, the sin that these people get into and it all, you know, we, we can talk about the far out there stuff and that's great. That does happen. But how do you go from point A to point B? Let's talk about the things that are on that road. Okay. And I like to fight the little battles. I like to fight the little things. I like to deal with the little sins because if you don't deal with little sins, they become big sins. And so I just tell folks, guard your eyes, guard your, guard your personal life, guard your internet life. Um, you know, don't, don't let, you know, make a covenant with your eyes, um, make a covenant with the ears too. And you need to make sure that I, I'm not going to hear this stuff. I'm not going to hear this stuff. And there's so many people out there trying to take this vile, nasty stuff and add the word Christian to it, act like it's okay. It's not okay. It's not good. And, uh, and so there, there, listen, I promise you, if it hadn't happened already, there are going to be people who are going to take the words to Cardi B's new song and add Christian words to it and act like it's okay. They're going to do that. And, uh, and that just shows how stupid they are. They don't understand sin or they don't understand Christ. One of the two. So it's, it's a, it's a shameful world. It's a wicked world, but we can, we can live the Christian life in this world. It, it is possible to walk with God, to be right with the Lord in this day and age. You don't have to be a casualty. And, uh, and I thank God for that, that the power of God to keep us from falling. Like the book of Jude says, I love it. Me too. Yeah. Praise the Lord for, for his word, for him, for the life change that it can produce. Like it's amazing. Um, but Matthew, once again, Matthew 18 verse six, but whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. If you're listening to this and you're involved in things with children, take this at face value because you should like, this is, this is very, very true. And the consequence of it is unspeakable. Like it's crazy. It's something God takes seriously. And I think we should too. Mm -hmm. I agree. I 100% agree. Um, I'm just going to, point out like the other few that you that were in there we talked about uh entertainment we talked about um education there's also religion and politics and and it's in politics like um it's all over politics like look at the emails from from all of these people joe joe biden's son hunter biden he had a Mm. whole he's going through a whole scandal right now when child pornography was Mm. on his computer i guarantee that joe biden is involved with it as well Mm. uh jeffrey epstein was a mess he had his own island for for his whole child sex trafficking thing bill clinton was involved in that it's crazy um yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of red flags of the political world um Mm -hmm. you know uh hunter biden i've i've not gone and seen the details all that but there are some ugly ugly accusations made against him Mm -hmm. and if if half of it is true it's unbelievable so, um, but this, this is something that I think you go to revelation chapter 18, you'll see the list of things that are done in, uh, in mystery Babylon. And it talks about slaves and the souls of men. And, uh, that, that, I mean, that, that happens in the Bible. And so slavery is still around. And, uh, it, the only difference is matter of fact, that's the only, uh, in the King James Bible slaves is the only, uh, is only mentioned one time revelation 18, 13, and it talks about the the list of things that are happening in Mystery Babylon, the slaves and the souls of men, and um, and so I think I think there's an implication that these could be these people that are involved in this, these 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 young girls, and I mean even there's there even there's children involved in this too. It's it's a terrible thing. Um, you know, I'm not really dug super deep into it. I, I dug into it enough to know that it does exist. It does happen. Uh, there, you know, there's probably there's probably 500 other Jeffrey Epstein's out there right now. Um, there's going to come a day God will expose them. And if not now on the other side, they will be exposed. Terrible judgment of God. And, and I make the broader point that not only just them, the whole world system is going to be thrown into the ocean and God will, uh, Jesus will rule and reign. And if you're a part of this Mr. Babylon system by not trusting Christ as your savior, if you're not a Christian, you're a part of the system, you will experience the judgment of God. 
as Mr. Babylon will. And so it's just, it's a call to tell folks to trust Christ, come to Christ and be saved today. That's, that's the message of God's millstone. For sure. Um, and then there was politics, uh, there was politics. And then there was the final one, which was religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the Pope and everything. And, and yeah, there's many pastors who, who fall victim to this as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. And there's, a, there, you know, the, the best way, if I were Satan, the best people, the, the best way like, I would keep people out of a good church is just to plant a bunch of bad churches all around it. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't take the church down, but you can spring up a bunch of fake ones all around it. And that's what, that's what goes on. I mean, I think uh, I think Roman Catholicism is a, a complete disaster. It, the, the whole thing's satanic top to bottom. We dealt with right. that in Third Adam too. And mm-hmm. uh, but there's a lot of churches out there that they're not completely just you know Mr. Babylon, but they use the music of Mr. Babylon in their church, or they use the the tactics of Mr. Babylon in their church, and they're called uh, neo evangelicals. And they they man they you know, it's, it's like every time some new Justin Bieber song comes out, they start singing it in their church with Christian words to it. I'm just like, you know, what, guys, I think we could do better than this, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and that, that's the MO of a new evangelical. And I'm a fundamentalist, which means I, I, I don't use the tactics. I don't use the, uh, the music of the world and I don't even fellowship with people in that category. And so I want to be as far away from that as I can. And so I pray God will help me with that. But, uh, you know, in the religious aspect, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of different gospels being preached. And so it's, it's incumbent upon us to stand for the fundamentals of the faith and know why we believe in the fundamentals of the faith and for sure. not mess with anybody else who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I 100% agree. I would classify as a semi-neo-evangelical just because of music at my church, but like everything else mm-hmm. is cool. Um, but with all of that being said, uh, thank you so much, Spencer, for being on here. Thank you for... Mm-hmm. Uh, giving your time to to share just what you've done with with uh, God's millstone. Um, and if you, if you guys don't know who Spencer is, just go search him up on YouTube, Spencer Smith, and and he'll be really easy to find. He's not the guy from Panic at the Disco. He's way cooler. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not that drummer. No. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um. But once again, thank you so much for being on here. And I hope you all have a good day. Thank you all for listening. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.